special guest we have, Carlos Ugin. Carlos is a musician. He sings and plays multiple instruments. He was our Broadway's of Jersey Boys and has played multiple venues in Las Vegas and different cities. He's also my cousin. Um, is there anything that I'm missing or do you want to add? Sorry, it froze. Sorry, what was the last part? I'm so sorry. Um, do you want to add anything else or am I missing anything from like, your introduction? Uh, I think you pretty much summed it up. I'm basically a guy that plays music for a living. I guess that's kind of it. <laughs> okay. So do you mind if we start with the questions? Uh, go for it. Okay. So as we know, my show is called Growing Up Latina because I say I'm growing up Latina. So what are you growing up? How do you identify yourself? How do I identify myself? I don't know. I guess like Mexican-American, Chicano. I was born here. I was born in L.A., right? I was born in L.A. and and, uh, and um, I'm proud of being Mexican. Uh, it's, I guess I'm Mexican-American, right? If I had to pull it, that's, put it at that, as, as something, I guess I'd put it at that. Okay. So, um, following the last question, has it been hard to grow up Mexican-American while living in the American culture? Uh, I, I don't know if it's been hard, but I definitely, definitely have had struggles with like, um, well, there've been times where I felt like, well, I guess I'm too Mexican to be American, but then, um, wasn't born in Mexico. So I guess I'm too American to be Mexican. Like, what am I? Right. Like it's definitely happened, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm, I realized that it's not one or the other. It's just, I'm kind of both, right. I belong I, to both I, sides. Yeah. It happened to me too, like at school. Or like even I'm like and I'm visiting my grandmother like oh like talking in Spanish sometimes I don't understand I'm like should I learn Spanish or like because all I talk is English at school and at home and like it's just hard sometimes. I will say this: one of the challenges when I was about thirteen, maybe twelve, I don't remember, but I noticed that I was forgetting Spanish, right? Because we all grew up kind of speaking both, and then as I got older, like all the cartoons were in English, right? All my classes were in English. Um, and so I realized I had to kind of make a decision. So when I was like in high school, 14, 15, I started really getting into Spanish music, Norteño music. And so I started learning these songs and I was like, well, damn, I don't want to just, sorry, I don't know if I should say that, but I was like, I don't know if I should, uh, I was like, I should have just memorized these lyrics. I should learn what they say. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when I started working on Spanish. And so now I feel like I speak Spanish pretty well. But it, it's been a struggle because it's everything's in English here in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, so have you ever felt you had to hide your identity at a point in your life? Like, you have to hide um, school or friends or the new people you meet? I don't think so. It's kind of hard with a name like Carlos. <laughs> I don't think I've had to. I don't think. I can't remember the time where I was kind of ashamed of it or having to hide it. But I guess it also depends on who you hang out with, right? If I if I hang out with people that I feel like I've got to hide it from, then maybe those people aren't really my friends, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, if anything, in in a, in a, uh, I don't know. In some ways, it's helped me a lot. Like going to school, uh, just finding like scholarship opportunities and things like that that were available exclusively just because I was I was Mexican, Mexican American. Yeah. Um. What inspired you to start music? um what inspired me it just kind of happened organically like i was like since i was a kid i always loved music you know and i used to sing and, and had a little toy accordion and things like that but uh my uncle raymond Ramon, he uh he, he gave me a bass once like like a cheap little a cheap little bass that the most people ah, it's just a cheap little instrument a cheap little speaker but i don't know what it just kind of happened organically like i was like oh my god and he, he gave me a cd of a, of a group of Paravas de Tijuana, which i know your, your dad your grandpa likes them but um and it just kind of happened i just started listening to it and i just was drawn to it you 
know, even though at first I really didn't know what they were saying because my Spanish wasn't that good. It just kind of happened and I kept listening and practicing and, and it, I don't know, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, has your identity have an impact on what kind of music you play or your like scene? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I gotta say this, when it comes to playing music, a big part of why I became a musician is, is because of the way I grew up, right? So my mom listened to everything growing up, right? Norteño music, right? In the, in the same like the same car ride on the way to school, I would hear like Ramon Ayala and I would hear oldies, like from The Temptations, and then I would hear like an Elvis song, and then I would hear like a country song. So I don't know, I guess um, my identity as a Mexican-American, I guess it definitely has influenced what I play. Because if I didn't grow up around Spanish and Mexican culture, I would have been, I would have been playing Mexican music, that's for sure. Um, so, um, what inspired you to, oh, um, you froze, am I frozen too? Oh, there it goes. Are you good? Yeah. I can't, oh, sorry. Okay, no, yeah, you, you won't froze. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah, inspired so you to write the music you write? Okay. Uh, just everyday experiences, uh, you know, I, I write stuff that I'm, I don't really make stuff up. I just kind of write something that I felt or experiences or people that I've met and I, I tend to write from that. that. That way it's real, you know? Yeah. Um, so tell me about your experience on Broadway. Oh, so it's funny because people ask me, how did that happen? And I, how did they contact, how did that happen? And my answer is, I don't know. So here's, here's <laughs> so last year, right? Last like June or July, I want to say June. I get an, I get a, I just get an email that says, hi, Carlos, my name is John Miller. I am contracting the Jersey Boys Second National Tour, and I would love for you to play bass and, you know, whatever, right? And it said, are you interested? And I didn't think it was real. I was like, is this a scam? I don't understand, because I've never met this guy in my life. Yeah. So then I called another teacher. I was like, uh, Dr. D, is this real? She's like, that's real. You better say yes. So I responded, yes, I'm interested, right? So he said, great. Um... We will send you the contract shortly, and that was it. Like, they just happened like that. So then, no, I didn't. No, so no, I didn't. So I sent him a message. I just sent him another message saying, "Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes, I would love to do it." And then another email. I said, "Um, but who do I have to thank for this recommendation? Because obviously somebody had had to have recommended me." Yeah. I said, "Who do I thank for this?" And his response was simply, "Just thank your stellar reputation." So I was like, "Whoa!" So I think. So I don't know who recommended me, but I do know this, right? So I've played a lot of Norteño music, you know, I grew up playing that, but I've also played a lot of shows on the Strip here in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. World famous Las Vegas Strip. I've played everything from jazz to country music to to rock to Norteño, obviously, right? Salsa. And a lot of the shows that I played weren't Broadway. Well, actually, there was one more Broadway show that I played on here in Vegas. It's called Mamma Mia. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I think and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I played Broadway. the music to yeah, so I think what happened was I now with social media and everything, when they were contracting the show for Jersey Boys, somebody somewhere must have said, there's this kid from Vegas whose name is Carlos. You got to check him out. And I'm assuming I got a recommendation personally from someone. And then he looked me up on social media and was like, oh, we like his look. We like the way he plays. That's our guy. And then it just happened. So no audition. And so everybody that I re say that story to, they're like, especially the music musicians are like, what? You didn't audition? Yeah. No, I didn't. That's insane, bro. And then now I realize that that man, John Miller, is one of the, it's like 
one of the biggest contractors for Broadway shows in general. He's like number one or number two. It's him and one other guy in New York. So, yeah, that's how I got it. I guess it's just word of mouth. You're a good person. You have a good reputation. You're reliable. You're nice. Uh, people just find out, and that's how I got the gig, you know? That's amazing. What's your favorite part about it? Like, the whole experience? Uh, of Jersey Boys? Uh, so that was... I have played out of state and done small tours with people, but that was a big tour as far as, like... We were gone for, like, seven months. Yeah. No break. We didn't get to come home. And we went to... My favorite part, I guess, was... Um, I don't know. There were so many good parts. The traveling was cool because you got you get to see different cities, different states, and and the, try the local foods. The food that was pretty cool. Um, you froze again. Um, okay, there you go. Wait. And uh, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Good. Yes. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but I guess just the entire experience was great. When I was in New York, we're rehearsing, and I'm like, dang, this is what people dream of. And I'm here with all these professional singers and dancers. And I'm this, like, dude who's never been in New York before. This is amazing. I don't know. The whole thing was just great. I love I loved to travel, and I love just meeting interesting uh, people and, and eating all of this. Well, that sounds... I, I gained 10 pounds on tour because I ate so much. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, Thanks. Yeah, you must have had a critical experience. Well, that's all the questions I had for today. Um, thank you so much for being on my today's special guest. Um, if you guys like today's episode, please like, subscribe, and follow for more. Please follow Carlos on his Instagram, listen to his music on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Um, make sure you follow Grain Up Latina on Instagram at Grain Up underscore Latina. Um, everything will be linked down below. To the next one, besos. All right.